Sure, and welcome back again, just like every other time again and again. Welcome back to Minus You. We are on week 13, the Taylor Swift episode. I'm kidding, but that's her favorite number. Today's episode comes from my time telling my story to friends, family, counselors, even just like sitting and writing this. The truth is, no one truly understands. In everything that I have told, said, written, expressed, I have seen how people give sympathy and compassion. But at the end of all of it, they mostly just kind of feel bad. They don't have solutions or, you know, like, guidance or really anything of the sort. Kind of at the end of all of it is just a feeling of not really knowing what to say. Not that these people don't care or that they don't have anything to say, because I've, you know, I've heard plenty of feedback, but I think you kind of understand what I mean. These people obviously do care about us, but sometimes people are just kind of like at a loss for words with certain situations. It's really sad, but it's kind of true. The only people who truly understand this, that will truly understand minus you or everything that Nicholas and I went through, is... Just Nicholas and I. Welcome to this week. People don't understand us. I am 22 years old and just had my envisioned future um, decimated. I put my identity into who I thought was going to be my future husband. I put my identity in being a bride, a wife, a future mom, and a homemaker. Now, I live with my dad and lost almost everything, including my future that I thought was mine. Nicholas is 24 today. He has a house, a job, money, a college degree, but he lost his future wife. Well, maybe to his own excitement, but he has friends that he grew up with that are getting married, but his own um, romantic future with me is gone. He's also 3,000 miles away, by his own choice, of course, his future was kind of decimated as well. Maybe it won't look like that on the surface, but beyond all the stuff and his LinkedIn badges and, you know, his wallet and maybe his checking account, he lost his fiance, his future wife, who was going to be the mother of his children, his life teammate, you know, as glorified as I want to put it. Maybe he's completely overjoyed. He may, like, thank God every day that I'm gone. But, you know, I don't know. The loss exists nonetheless. Maybe he won't feel it until he's at his friend's wedding, realizing that we were the ones that were supposed to be getting married, but we are actually miles apart, emotionally and physically. These are just inferences, though. He may be on cloud nine, and like I said, just thank God every day that I am nowhere near him anymore. That just really isn't necessarily my problem, though. Regardless of where I go, or where we go, we will have this story to tell. Regardless if we ever meet again, we will always be tied to one another in some way. Because when you put years on with someone, you can't erase history. Whether we like this or not, Nicholas and I will always be a part of each other's stories. Whether that story is just the stain on a tapestry or the glowing good old days. The things I have come to see in time is that as we tell these stories and we express ourselves to new people, new relationships, or family members, 
like I said, at the end of it all, at the end of the stories, people just don't fully understand. And the most devastating thing about it is the person that understands you, and maybe not you, because I guess in the end that Nicholas didn't really get it, what I was, you know, wanting in a relationship or wanting him to work on, but the person that understands what happened is just non-existent in your life. The only other person that lived it, suffered it, loved it, felt all the ups and downs, that person doesn't speak to you anymore. Sometimes that person takes everything in them, including their family members, Jen, I'm talking about you, to completely erase you from their life. And maybe it works for a while. Maybe it works. You can throw away all the photos you want. You can delete everything you want. You can throw away the post-it notes. You can throw away the paintings. You can, you can delete the posts or archive them or not even speak of that person ever again. But like I said, we cannot erase history, no matter how hard we try. I still have to explain to family members sometimes what happened or how I feel about it, or why sometimes I still feel sad. I had an odd experience with this as I was talking about Nicholas and I one time. My aunt was sitting with me and asked me something like, why did you like him so much? Or what made him so special? As I was sitting with my mom in the living room, I had the weirdest sensation as I responded. And I said that he was my best friend and that we just completely understood each other. We just clicked. This was after probably almost three to four months of us not speaking to one another. But as I looked at the couch, it was like he was really there. Which, this sounds freaking crazy. I'm not hallucinating, but I'm, I'm talking about, like, feeling that physical presence. I looked over and it was like, it was like he was there. It's like I could see him in my mind, of course. And he was sitting with his arms crossed. And he was looking upset. I know his face. I know him, or past tense, knew him better than anyone else. He didn't look at me. He didn't say anything. But it was just like this projection of him from, you know, where he lives in my heart. It happened another time, actually. I was at a concert, and I looked across the room, and I just, it was just like I saw him in, in the same demeanor. Even sometimes in counseling as well. I'll tell our stories, and he lives in them, as he always will. And he sits there sometimes because he is them. Another hard thing about people not understanding is the difference between it being over and it being over. <laughs> when Nicholas made his decision, it was a choice made. The living narrative died. The living narrative died with Nicholas. But the narrative, the story the love, all of your emotions, your soul, and your heart doesn't understand this living death. I'm sure all of you have seen this on a reel or a TikTok, and it's these videos of people saying, like, your brain says don't call him, or something of that nature, and then the heart is saying, well, why can't I? I still love him. You see, our hearts can't comprehend it because it's, these, this love is made to be in a heart. The feeling lives in the heart and not in the brain. Love is frankly kind of the absence of logic. In these past episodes, you have heard Nicholas and I go through so much together. You have heard of heaven and you've heard of hell. We suffered greatly together. 
at our own hands, at my hands, at his hands, and sometimes just at life's hands. Sometimes from our own stupidity and sometimes from the earth's spitefulness to kill a love. We had some amazing victories, too. The one thing, though, that we just could not triumph over was our love. We loved. We suffered. He left. We are unable to experience the fruits of our suffering together. I watched my life fall apart, and I had to go out and build a new one as Nicholas bought a new one. I was cast out of my own life, my own love, and my own home. It's kind of a strange sense of homelessness of the soul. I wrote this episode on a cool summer night at work, and after that last paragraph that I just, that I just, you know, recited to you guys, I remember sitting and just kind of smiling sadly at this episode and and the content of it. I even laughed a little bit as I realized, as I write this episode for other people to understand, some of them just still won't. And that's not a bad thing, but these episodes and these words probably won't make sense to anyone besides Nicholas. Caring doesn't correlate to understanding. Two plus two equals four, even if we hate math. Hating math doesn't change the facts of math. He may no longer care for me or love me at all, but the experience and the understanding of those years together will just come from the reality of our time. The same would go for you and your own partner. It's kind of just kind of beautifully sad. For my listeners that may be going through loss right now or feel very alone in their story, I hear you. I see you, and I understand your feelings to the best of my ability as someone who exists outside of your love and outside of your story. I also want to tell you that it's important for you to not, to don't stop telling your story or your experience, your love, the loss, the hurt, your emotions. It doesn't matter if people can't literally body swap you and feel exactly how you feel. It is still valuable to express and to feel and to say. Let me also make a promise that over time, you will not really need anyone to understand it. You know why? Because you will understand it. It's really profound, I know, but it's true. Understanding it independently over time does not mean that you will never be sad again or that you'll suddenly hate this person or that you'll feel indifferent. It means that you will see your soul alone in a good way. You will see your story with this person, not in the light of one another or the light of your partner, but in your individual light. You will see how your personal story lives on with yourself and with your partner, maybe, and that that is okay. Either either situation, that is good. You will see that your story carries on and it even progresses as you are on your own. Your former partner's story carries on as well, which is also good. Maybe your stories will intertwine again but maybe they never will. The point is, your own understanding is the 
only thing that truly matters. Their story is not over. Nicholas's story, Nicholas's life is not over. My story, my life is also not over. An author is the only one who truly knows his or her characters. Remember that you are the author of your story. So you pick up that pen. Don't stop writing, building, developing, because you realize not everyone gets it. Not everyone understands your character. Not everyone understands you. For those of you who are with the person that you love and that you're building a life with, don't forget and please don't take for granted the value of understanding one another and understanding your story together. It's a beautiful thing that we kind of ignore until we see the people in our life and in our story disappear. I apologize for having kind of a shorter episode today. This concept is kind of more emotional and concise to express rather than like reiterating some big long story from Nicholas and I's past. I would rather say what I need to say in eloquent words, even if they amount to, what is this, 13 minutes instead of 32 minutes. I will see you next week for the 14th episode of the after chapter of Minus You, which is If They Wanted To. In my opinion, the grossest to accept, but one of the most realistic ways to understand an emotional loss. Until next week, adios. Adios.